Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. Welcome to the show. I just came back from the ocean. I didn't see a dolphin. I was looking or a seal. I think they go out of town on the weekends because there's too many people. But during the week in the fog, you're almost guaranteed to see something. It is so much fun. In the age of COVID, it is such a special experience, as I think you're all remembering or enjoying, to discourse more with nature than less. Many of us are fleeing in that direction. It's kind of the second migration. Remember, many of us, most of us even, are immigrants, most of us from Europe. Well, maybe not, but lots of us are from Europe. I say Europe because as an Italian-American, I'm close to that. But that was an immigration, and I remember stories years ago of my grandparents coming here on the boat and all the trials and tribulations of that. Well, there is another immigration occurring now. It's an immigration out of the cities. I have seven clients, seven. That's a full seven that are leaving, that have bought property, and that I've discoursed with as to the choices. And you're going to see more of this. And it's exciting. It has to be embraced. Don't look backwards. It hurts too much. The future for many people will be out in the countryside. Because, of course, one of the benefits, and I don't know if this is just, well, let's put it this way. I'm going to call it a benefit of something that last week I assailed as nothing short of the devil. And that is, one of the benefits of technology is, is that, and we're all learning this now, is that you don't need to live in the city. You don't live to near where you, you don't live, need to live near where you work. That notion, that physical proximity, you know, get up and make sure that where you buy your home is close to your office, that's gone. It's not necessary anymore. And this is creating along with other things, the possibility of another migration. Now, my point is to what? To what will you migrate? And this is where it's exciting for me. Because I have people buying properties. I mean, you can get 20 acres in certain places for a couple of hundred thousand dollars. And these are things that we never thought we could do. They're putting up their own homes made of wood. I have someone that's putting up a home made of wood off the earth. In other words, it's a raised home. So there's no concrete platform. It's not expensive to do that. And yet it vibrates with the frequency of the forest that they're in the middle of that they bought. And it's got a well, and that's all they've got. And they're going to take it from there. 
And in this particular family, this is Missouri, they could have put up a yurt and saved even more money. Yeah, it's crazy considering that that fifty hundred thousand dollar down payment and that high steep mortgage bought you that wonderful place you live in somewhere in Corona del Mar or Laguna or Newport Beach or wherever else it is. And now for a fraction of that, you're out in the woods. I just had a lady leave to go to Arizona, sold her house for a mil in L.A. a million point one. Bought property, a ton of it, and a house for four hundred thousand. She's got after taxes a clean five hundred thousand dollars in the bank to play with. Now she's seventy six years old. Her husband is eighty. They got some serious money to have fun with. Well, what I did for them is design a certain section after of course the husband gave in to the wife's request. You know, have you ever heard that before? I had them organize a section of their very, very, very large backyard to make their own ecosystem. I had her go buy a massive wooden swimming pool, raised like a barrel, with a ladder and all sorts of safety precautions. It's a saltwater swimming pool in a barrel. Only that barrel's big. The diameter is eight feet. It's eight feet deep. It's a mass of beautiful blue water. In a yard that, in that section at least, being creative, we're turning into a little paradise. And what is she going to spend? 20000 25000 off the sale of the house, that's nothing. Brave new world. We'll do this no matter who you are, where you are, what you are, how you are. If you think a certain way, it all works. If you go to my website, that's straighttalk.cc, on the front picture here, you're going to see a bunch of dolphins. It's one of the great shots I've, I've found. A bunch of dolphins playing in the ocean the beautiful turquoise ocean you know the way they get those shots of the dolphins just swimming through the waves these practices are so important especially now without which we come to the subject of the show without which you incur so much dynamic stress that it eats out the lining of your digestive tube and what I want to focus on today in digestion is the relationship between digestive issue and rash, rashes, itchy, painful rashes, welts, hives that people get in stressful time frames. And this is kind of going to begin a, a series of focuses for me now, because what's happening with COVID is lots of people are, are, are doing all sorts of things. So I touched on the psyche last week. The psyche is the digestive tube. When you say your psyche's been perforated, when you say you're upside down psychologically, when you say you're feeling anxiety on a new level and one day you have a rash, you got to factor that in to stress. 
But you see, the hookup is to understand what that means in terms of the digestive tube. And that's today's show. Food allergy. Rashes. All sorts of alarming, painful, annoying symptoms on the skin that are coming from an inflamed digestive tract that you're not going to know about that's driven off the stress. And whether it's the stress of food, the stress of COVID, the stress of digestive juices that you're not producing because of stress, or the stress of the food, whether it's one of those or all of those, some combination of those, once it wrecks your day because your face disfigures to hives, or you're itching all day long like some sort of flea-infested animal, you got you to gotta do something about it. And I see people get ripped off on this food allergy thing, something crazy. So let me, in the remaining segment here, let me give you some of the nuances of this issue. So here's the first thing you have to understand. The digestive tube, the small intestine, not the large intestine, but I'm going to include the large intestine because they all suck up. They absorb whatever in the tube at the time. So I'm going to repeat that. After the food moves from the stomach into the 30 foot, 30 plus foot small intestine into the six foot large intestine. After the food gets past the stomach into those two tubes, small and large intestine, both those tubes, not just the small intestine, both those tubes absorb what's there. Both absorb what's there. In the small intestine, what gets absorbed is what you call food. But lots of other things get absorbed that aren't food. And the little appendage, the little organ in and of itself that absorbs the food in the small intestine, and you'll see pictures on the show, are the intestinal villi. They look like little finger-like projections. The 35 feet of small intestine is lined with gazillions of little intestinal villi. Each of those villi its entire area, its entire surface area is designed because it's covered with specialized cells called epithelial cells. All the trillions upon trillions of intestinal villi lined with all these epithelial cells are designed to suck the fluid in from the small intestine. Now, each of those finger-like projections, and I'm going to include the large intestine in this too, which doesn't have intestinal villi, but it has epithelial lining that it's absorbent. You don't think of the large intestine as just a place that holds the stuff that's going into the sewer system. Uh-uh. It's a reservoir. You draw water from the large intestine all the time. You draw electrolyte from the large intestine. And with that diffusion through the large intestine, you have a two-way street. You start diffusing too much of the wrong stuff through the large intestine. It hits your blood. Your immune system sees it. 
it initiates an inflammatory reaction and you're itching all over the place because of what was in the large intestine. This is why people that get constipated itch. They itch because that stuff should go out. It ain't going out. It's hanging out and rotting away in the intestinal tract. And finally, and ultimately, the epithelial lining of the large intestine, where the feces is, it absorbs what's in it. Instead of discharging it, it absorbs it. And unfortunately, in the inefficiency of the organ, too much of what's in the large intestine hits the blood. Your body tries to discharge it through the skin, and you're breaking out all over the place. Hives, rashes, itches, I mean, all sorts of plaques, cysts. All sorts of stuff like this. But that's the large intestine. Here's the bigger point. Both the large and small intestine are a brain. They are a brain. Now, we can say they're called the enteric nervous system. We can say the gut is the second brain. We can say all sorts of things. What I want you to understand is every bit of your stress equates with every bit of stress in the intestines. Now, you get stress in your brain. You're upset because your kid's not going to school. You're upset because you lost your job. You're upset because whatever you're upset, you get that. But when I say a proportional stress to the intestinal tract, what I mean is it gets twisted. When it's stressed, it gets twisted. When your intestinal system is stressed, it gets physically twisted. The natural peristaltic action doesn't work right. The intestinal villi start to inflame, meaning the space between the epithelial lining of the small intestine, the space between the epithelial lining of the large intestine, that space, that protective space, gets wider. Wow, now we got a spin on stress. When you say you're stressed, for whatever reason you're stressed, you're really saying the spaces between 42 feet of digestive tube those spaces have enlarged. We call that inflammation. And what does that mean? Well, you guessed it. Whether you're in the small intestine or you're in the large intestine, stuff that's supposed to stay there no longer stays there. It goes into your blood. It shouldn't be in your blood. And the immune system that should be fighting COVID is now detoured into fighting what's in your blood instead of fighting COVID. See how it works? little nuance there, but I'll stick on track for you. So now in this stressed out age of COVID state, working too hard for not enough, concerned about where your next paycheck is coming from, or whether some loved one is going to get sick. Under that kind of duress, you eat a taco that you shouldn't eat because it's deep fried in soybean oil from Taco Bell. Now, I know no one ever does this, so pardon me if I impose. 
but you eat in general what you're not supposed to eat because of the stress. So you have stress, makes you want to just zone out. You eat the garbage you shouldn't eat. Even you eat it at dinner, which is the worst time to eat it, then your body really can't handle it. And look at what that glob of pus that you just swallowed has to face once it comes into the digestive tube. You're adding a poison into an inner lining that's already inflamed from stress. Now, what do you think happens? You say, oh, I'm itching. Oh, I have hives. Let's forget indigestion, reflux, GERD. Let's forget all that. It's not what this show is about. It's about these food allergies. It's about welts, hives, itching. It's about all these sorts of things. And what you notice is you have some sort of allergic reaction. And then you, John Q. Public, knowing not too much, decides that you're going to create this experiment between what you eat and what creates the rash. Now, I want you to get this nuance. It's so important you catch this, this nuance here because this is where the real medicine is. This is what you can't get on an Internet search. This is what your medical doctor, I'm sorry, except very few. You have to go to an elite gastroenterologist to get this. So generally, this is what your MD misses. This is what you will never get on censored Google. This is what you just don't understand. You eat that poison and you put it into this stressed out, Inflamed terrain, we call the inner lining of your digestive tube, as I just described. You put this poison in there, you get a rash, hives, some sort of allergic reaction. You start writing it down. When I eat cheese, aged cheese, the tyramine in it causes this. When I have pickles or apricots preserved in calcium chloride, I get this rash. When I do this, I get that. When I get that, I get this. And you think you got it figured out, and then you find out. You can only mitigate symptomology just a little bit. You cannot get rid of it. Because you made a massive mistake. It's not your fault. It really is the fault of your medical doctor, because he should, with his education, figure this out. It's the fault of your health care provider, they should understand this. Although you can't say it's their fault. It's nobody's fault, right? Nobody should assume responsibility. This is the age of COVID. But what happens is, is you decide that the cause is the food. Instead of deciding that it's the intestinal tract and its condition combined with the food that determines the reaction. Now, without that, you go crazy. Why? Because the next day you eat the same food. You break down once again and you have a taco at wherever you get your taco and nothing happens. And then you really go off the deep end. You call somebody up and you go, you know, I notice when I eat with my friend who always wears a green hat, 
I noticed that that taco doesn't give me an allergy reaction. But if I eat the taco alone, it does. So I've decided that I need to eat the taco with my friend that wears a green hat. In fact, I told that to my health practitioner and they said, you need color therapy. So I went out and I bought all sorts of lamps with different colors. And now I stare at a green lamp when I eat the taco. But I can't understand it. It doesn't seem like the color green does anything. Are you laughing right now? Are you at least chuckling? Are you at least smiling a little? Don't you find some degree of black humor in this? Of absurd humor? Dark humor? Sardonic. Satirical. But loving. Politically correct, but still hitting the point. Think about that. If you miss the concept, then this circus ensues. And all of a sudden, because you eat the taco with a friend that wears a green hat, you're involved in color therapy. And when it doesn't work, you continue to spin and spin and spin instead of understanding that what's happening with your friend is that you're eating with someone you want to be with. And even though you're gulping down your food because you can't shut up and you're not chewing it correctly, even though you're doing that, you're happy to be with your friend in the age of COVID. It's a moment where the fine, loving, caring governor says you can take your face mask off. And so you sit there across from your friend as if you're no more likely to get COVID from your friend as you would from that stranger in the bank who you were less than six feet apart from, who didn't have their face mask up upon their nose. And since you didn't know them, they were 50 times more likely to transmit the virus. But overlooking all of that, you're hanging out with your friend and you're happy. And your intestinal villi, being part of your second brain, relax along with your large intestine. And the spaces close up a little bit. Just enough to allow you to eat the taco without sending the digestive compounds through those spaces into your blood, creating the rash or the hives or the whatever you get. That's the way you should look at it. That's how stress causes all sorts of inflammatory conditions of the skin related to food that we call food allergies and not stress. Wow. I like that. Did you like that? I loved that. If you get that, you get big. You get lots of stuff. I'm going to post a picture on the website of the enteric nervous system. I'm going to post a picture of the inner lining of the digestive tube. I want you to think of it as live responsive tissue when you're happy it's happy when it's happy you're happy when it's happy and not inflamed inflamed because of the food you eat well a little bit inflamed because you're structurally torqued up the psoas is anterior 
anteriorly displaced, crushing your digestive tube. When you've got scars from surgery, intestinal adhesions. When you've been raised in a history of trauma or you just have high anxiety about whether or not your business will succeed. Whatever it may be. When you have any kind of stress, I want you to think in terms of the large and small intestine as responding dynamically, millisecond to millisecond, to the impulses it's getting from the brain down to the tract. And that the reciprocity between that digestive tube, small and large intestine, 42 feet long or so, and the brain, that reciprocity in any given moment determines just how much space there is between the epithelial lining, whether it's covering the surface area of the villi or just the epithelial lining of that simplistic tube we call the large intestine. I want you to think about that from now on because that's what we mean by the enteric nervous system. And when we say the enteric nervous system drives health, well, you can apply this not just to rashes and hives and the rest of it, food allergies. You can apply it to anything, anything, anything. If you have to eat to live, how can you eat under stress? If you have to eat to get rid of disease, because the disease is cachexic, meaning it's wasting, it will waste you. Cancer wastes people. Cancer wastes muscles away, neurodegenerative disease. Just being older wastes you away. And lots of people, they don't die of a disease. They die of, they disintegrate. The point at which there's not enough muscle mass to ambulate, to stand, is the point at which the organs are screaming for nutrition. There will be physiological dysregulation when the muscular system shows atrophy. The muscles are just a reflection of the organs. Once there's enough external atrophy due to cachexia, due to the inability to absorb food or digest food, you see this with people over the age of 80 years old all the time. They're no longer anabolic, they're catabolic. Catabolism is stress, stress of the enteric nervous system. And with that, I'll conclude the show today. 714-850-1007, 714-850-1007, if you're stressed. If you've got health concerns, if you're upside down on the whole deal, you give my office a call. Make the appointment. I will set you straight and set you free if you can listen. See you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.